Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Friends, welcome to WrestleBlaze Game Spots Wrestling Podcast, filled with wrestling, friendship, and wrestling with friendship. I am your host, Forty for Forty, Matt Elfring, and with me, as always, Forty for Forty Dark Order member Chris E. Hayner. Chris, how are you? Hi, Matt. I'm sick. Um, I, I've, as you said before, in the part that we deleted, I have wrestling fever. Um, actually, no. Uh, join the Dark Order, Matt. Join DarkOrder.com. I have COVID. Guys, we've done it. It only took 127 episodes, but we both recorded an episode with COVID. It's not great. I've had co- now. Now, as you know, I have yes. had COVID before. I had it yeah. back in, in in the before time, in the long, long ago of December, November, December 2020. Yes. Uh, because if you're going to spend the holidays with anyone, it should be COVID. Um, and it was the sickest I've ever been so much so that I couldn't get out of bed. So I couldn't record. Mm -hmm. This is not as bad as that because I am vaccinated. I am double boosted. Uh, However, I was around a lot of people in international waters and, uh, I brought COVID back to the good old US of A the way our forefathers um, intended it in international waters. There are no laws. It's true. It's like a cage match. Yeah. I mean, the first thing you do in international waters is get COVID because COVID can just get you. Well, because Matt, I don't know if you've, have you ever been on a cruise, Matt? Yeah. So, you know, you know that the day one activity on the cruise, like they, there's a lot of activities for everyone to take part, take part in. And the first one is we all lick each other's hands. Mm -hmm. That's number one. So day one, you know, I lick some hands and uh, it just so happened that at least one of those people had COVID probably. And day two is Gloria Stefan and the Miami Sound Machine come on and they sing uh, the the rhythm is going to get you. Uh, come on, shake your body, baby. Do the rumba. Oh, no. they had, The rhythm is going to get you. Oh, rhythm yeah. Is gonna Who get sings the song you. I sang just now? Probably same. I don't know. Cool. Um, no, I have COVID. I, I'm also on Paxlovid, which is the antiviral COVID medication. And I'll tell you what, Matt, uh, it's messing with my sense of taste. Cool. Everything tastes like metal. Honestly, everything tastes like I'm sucking on pennies, like old pennies. Now you're the most heavy metal fan I know. It's true. I'm going to get on top of an RV and play Master of Puppets. Spoilers. Spoilers. It was a dumb scene. Hey. Are you kidding me? That was my favorite scene of both of those movies. We, TV shows. We are on. I I don't know. They were both very long very we're on very separate levels on what we like and don't like right now it's true. because i hated the eddie you're wrong. on top of the guitars i'm not you're on wrong. top of the trailer scene playing god guitar i mean it's your opinion you can't it's, if it's your opinion it's not wrong i understand opinions can't be wrong well yeah people who don't like wrestling are wrong <laughs> hey did you uh <laughs> did you know that wrestling's fake oh uh, i don't get why you guys watch that stuff it's all fake 
That's a wrong opinion. Um, I think I've told you about this before, but a former coworker of mine looked at me one day when I was watching, uh, I think it was Charlotte versus Natalia okay. and was like, this is, this is how Donald Trump was elected president. I was like, what are you talking about? It's like, I can't believe you guys think this is real. It's like, when did any of us say that? <laughs> what are you talking about? Who thinks this is real? And they're like, oh, I, you guys know, like fans know it's not real. It's like, yeah, we're not stupid. Like, come on. My four-year-old son knows it's technically not real. Well, he's smarter than all of us. He's pretty smart. Anyway, Matt. Um, yeah, I went to see. I had I had a, honestly a wonderful time mm -hmm. uh, aboard the Disney Wish. There will be plenty of content, hot, hot content coming to GameSpot in the next week. There's or already two. one piece of content that I wrote. That's true. I think there's actually two because we wrote up the uh, the Ant Man thing as well. Oh yeah, okay. So there's two and pieces. so there's actually three because there's two two on the Star Wars drink, two and one on the Ant Man thing. So that's three pieces of content already. Wow. Up. And that's without well, that only one of those has uh, my hard reporting work. And that's the one that I wrote. Yeah, that's right. And it's the best mm -hmm. one because we tell you what's in the $5,000 mystery Star Wars drink. We're not going to tell you here because you're not interested in that. And also go read it. Go click on it. Actually, they, they might be interested, Matt, because one of the ingredients is a tombstone pile driver. It's true. Hey, go rate us and review us on iTunes or Apple and Podcasts. Spotify. And Spotify. Go rate us. We haven't had a rating or review in a while. Um, I'll Chris, try to get my mom to leave another one. Tell us about the menu today we have an item uh that you guys are gonna enjoy matt i think i know what we're talking about so i'm gonna say it and if what i say is wrong i need you to correct me oh we haven't talked about what we're talking about in a few we days, vaguely so. talked about it like a few days ago i think if i'm right today in the main event the oh the boy. main course matt let me tell you let me tell you about cruise life matt and how it connects to this on cruises all the food, much like on Wrestle Buddies, is free. Mm -hmm. You just get it. You can order room service whenever you want, complimentary. Or you can go to the big restaurants and you can order yourself a big, thick, juicy steak. And that's what we have for you tonight. The big, thick, juicy steak that is, hey, what's going on with kickoff shows and why do they suck now? And this that's isn't right. just a WWE thing. Look, we're coming for you, all elite professional wrestling. As we talked about last week, I went to Forbidden, I almost said Forbidden Zone again, Forbidden Door at uh, Get the in the Zone, Center. the Forbidden Zone. No, Forbidden Zone, the song by the Misfits with Michael Graves singing. Oh, you know what? If only someone would play that on top of an RV. Some say that's where man began on a wasted piece of land. Anyways, uh, I, went to, I went to the Forbidden Zone and <laughs> that's what it's called now. That's it. It's canon. Uh, and then I also watched the Money in the Banks over the weekend, a middling pay-per-view of middling matches. D did you watch it, Chris? Forbidden Door? A money, zo a money Zone. <laughs> the Money Zone. The Forbidden... <laughs> Wait, Forbidden Zone money or in Money the in the Bank? Money in the Bank. Uh, yes. Yeah, middling. I was messaging you during it while I had COVID. Oh, that's right. That's right. You were like, do you want to work this? And I was like, I have COVID. <laughs> No. And I said, no, I said, I said, do not work it. You have COVID. And then I sat in my recline. So what people don't, Matt, I don't know if you're going to put up a video clip of this episode so people can see how yeah. garbage I look. Um, you look the same. You should put this clip up specifically, Matt. Are you okay. ready? Yeah. This is, I've existed solely in this room 
since Saturday. It's okay. currently Wednesday. Uh, uh, Lord Pumpernickel, who exists out there, uh, has not doesn't have COVID. I have COVID. So I have stayed here with my and like it's this is how bad it is. You see all this? I bumped into a shelf while trying while stumbling around this room and knocked all my toys over. Oh, it's no, chaos. What a travesty. You see this recliner right here, Matt? This mm-hmm. doubles as my bed now. I can't wait to not have COVID. My CPAP is I got a fan. I got I got this big old jug of water uh to keep me hydrated. Uh yeah, this this is this room is my life. I watch this com- I watch TV on this computer even though there's a big TV behind me cuz I'm stupid. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But this is my life now. This is my pathetic sad boy life. Anyways, guys, so WWE uh, pay-per-views take place on Peacock streaming service here in the States across the the seas. You guys get to watch them on the WWE network, and I am so jealous of that, to be honest. Yeah, honestly, you probably still have all the stuff they took away from us. Yeah. Uh, And for AEW, the buy-in is usually just on, like, YouTube uh twitters twitter you know the places TikTok, you can find videos tiktoks instagram but, uh you watch the you watch the aw paper news on bleacher report or br live which is uh by far the worst streaming service the i have Facebook. ever dealt with in my life oh br live sucks it's terrible it makes peacock look like netflix <laughs> who does it Oh, that ui is bad i don't mind the peacock you i like peacock peacock's honestly. ui is is okay Peacock is legitimately one of my most used streaming services. Um, it's up there for me. I think uh, HBO Max is still mine, and that has the worst UI of any streaming service. I don't use Max as much. Uh, so the kickoff show and the buy-in are the again they're both on like Twitters or whatever. They take place about an hour before the pay-per-view starts, uh, or PLE if you are WWE trying to rebrand what a pay-per-view is. Well, to be fair, some- you're not paying per view anymore. No, you're not. But who cares? That's what it is. It's not. I mean, pay-per-view is a very specific thing. It honestly hasn't been a pay-per-view since the network launched. No, it hasn't. They messed up. Go ahead. Anyway, uh, both of these shows are drastically different. So we're going to be breaking down what they are and what the problems are, because these are both two very problematic shows. Uh, I'll let's just jump right into the kickoff show which is money in the bank kickoff, right? We're going to talk about money in the bank kickoff. Uh, I have the notes from that right up here. So the money in the bank kickoff show uh, had Kyla Braxton, Booker T, JBL, Pete Rosenberg, and Kevin Patrick. All of them. Kayla Braxton. Kayla. What'd I say? Kyla. Whatever. Kayla, Kyla. I mean, it's probably a big deal to her since it's her. It is probably. She can call me mutt. I don't care. (laughs) Oh, you just want to be Shia LaBeouf in kingdom of the crystal skull. (sighs) I love Braxton, whatever. If there's something you guys have learned from the two years of this show is I'm going to mispronounce a name and I'm going to ride it right into the lightning. Ride the lightning. Eddie on top of a trailer. Stranger Things. No, he did Master of Puppets, Matt. He certainly did. It's not even it's not even on Ride the Lightning. That song. Great. Uh, Anyways. So for an hour, these four people discuss the matches that are coming up they do a prediction they show the video packages that you will be seeing again, numerous times again, throughout. The- stop talking over me <laughs> i'm reliving the money in the bank kickoff show matt it was bad 
Go ahead. It was bad, except for um when uh, Montez for what? Yeah, no, Montez. I'm, okay, you were pointing. Oh yeah. no, I'm when pointing. Mon- I'm pointing. You can't see it, but on my screen, I'm pointing at you on my screen. So I'm like, yeah, that's the part. Yeah. Street Profits came out, and then Angel Dawkins and Montez Ford were there. Ford got on top of the table. Everyone looked terrified, but like he was just doing his thing, and like it was the most entertaining thing that's happened on Kickoff Show in at least two years. It was great. That like, why doesn't that happen more often? Well, it doesn't because we got to get to Booker T's shucky ducky quack quack moment of the evening, which has the like in a world of WWE <laughs> in a world of WWE doing like obnoxiously over the top 3D graphic overlays. The mm-hmm. shucky ducky quack quack moment of the night is it's new day levels of ridiculous, which doesn't make sense because he's Booker T. I also still don't know what the shucky ducky quack quack moment is. Like, what does that, what does it mean? I think it's just something Booker T said once because he was just stringing together words. He's like, that's my, that's my motto now. That's my catchphrase. Okay. Like, like when I saw my Twitter bio one day and it said like DM dad painter. And I'm like, wouldn't it be funny if there was a guy that's like dog, dad, lawyer. Yeah. And then you just make that into a Yeah. The shucky ducky quack quack moment of the night is WWE's version of dog, dad, lawyer. <laughs> and Booker T is Clarence. I feel like Dog Dead Lawyer is a much more well-rounded idea. <laughs> Wait, Matt, are you saying Dog Dead Lawyer isn't a real person? It's a real person. Okay. Not a cartoon character like the first episode he appeared on. <laughs> uh sometimes you just gotta throw a lot of lines into the ocean, find out what sticks. Uh the kickoff show, it, it hasn't been good for a while. It used to be pretty decent though. Yeah. When it had matches. It was interviewing superstars when it wasn't just like four people just talking or five people in this case. Just I feel like that ended when the cruiserweight title became an NXT title. Yes, because because, Matt, we said it so many times when reviewing WWE pay-per-views, the kickoff show a lot of the time had the top or top one of the top two or three best matches on the card. Mm-hmm. And it was almost always cruiserweights and they were phenomenal. Like what's Tony Nese going to do this time? Also followed by an Usos versus new day match. Yeah. I could watch the Usos wrestle the new day until I'm dead. You know what? I will also say that now about Usos versus the street profits. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. They, they tore the house down. But aside from that, like I'm trying to remember anything memorable from that kickoff show or from any kickoff show in at least 2022. And there's nothing. I can't remember the last time there was a match on kickoff on. I, I honestly can't. I think and I feel like we watch a lot of them. We watch all of them just in case there's did a WrestleMania have a kickoff match. Yeah. What was it? I don't know. Hold on. I'm going to look it up real quick. Maybe Royal Rumble did too. Well, because as you remember, WrestleMania was two nights. Yeah. Let, let me look at, let me pull up the list. One of them was the Battle Royal. No, that was moved to SmackDown. That was on SmackDown. Matt, there was nothing on the kickoff shows. Match one on night one was the Usos uh, versus Shinsuke and Rick. Boogs. Oh, no, he got so hurt. Did he really? Yeah, remember he got hurt. Oh yeah, and uh, match two, or match one on night two was RK Bro uh, versus Street Profits and Alpha Academy. Oh wow! So I get, I guess, the idea of kickoff show is 
hey, you person who is on the fence about subscribing to Peacock, here is what you could expect from this pay-per-view. But I don't see that as a selling point. Like it, watching the kickoff show for free on YouTube, on Twitter, on Twitch, wherever they're streaming it. Uh, even they're they're streaming it for free on Peacock, I believe too. Uh, it it's it just isn't a selling point of five people talking. That doesn't make anybody want to buy a paper. Show matches. Show at least, I'd say two matches. And I think that's the issue. Originally, the kickoff was designed as a way to entice you to purchase the pay per view. Yeah, but. I don't think they're expecting a kickoff show to convince you to subscribe for a streaming service now. Yeah. I think they're using the kickoff as a way to simply remind you that a show is happening. Yeah, that could be, That's which a good is, point. which is silly. No, it's, but it's silly and bad because it's not interesting and they just run all the same. Like you said, they run the same videos that we're about to see over and over again. And, and also a lot of the videos just reuse videos that we've seen a billion times. Like, I think I mentioned this to you during the show. Oh, the, the video promo? package on the Miz, they've been running the same Miz video package for five years. No one believed in me when I was on the real world and joined WWE. And now, now I look at me. Awesome. I came to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's the same video package. And I understand that these video packages, in a sense, should be played during the pay-per-view to remind the audience and people that aren't uh, weekly watchers of this is what's happening up to this point. Yes, but. Oh. Yes, but. The Miz wasn't on the show. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the other video pro. No, but like something that really struck out to me, stuck out to me rather, uh, on this particular kickoff and in the pay-per-view itself is we got video packages for Miz versus Logan Paul at SummerSlam and Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Yep. This is money in the bank. Why are we not just reserving it for money in the bank promo time? And then once we get into the show, we got we got a freaking Kevin Owens commercial, which I love Kevin Owens, but he also wasn't on the pay-per-view. And we got a he Kevin was Owens at commercial. home with his family. Yeah. And there's been like there's so much time on money in the bank was spent on non money in the bank stuff. It was like, wow, they could have snuck in another match here. Why wasn't Kofi on the show? I will say WWE having six matches on a card is the perfect amount for me. It was kind of a short and sweet pay-per-view. We're not really discussing I, the pay-per-views as much. I could have taken one more like fun match, like silly match. Again, that would have been great on the kickoff. Give me a fun match on the kickoff. Yeah. Uh, let's move over to uh, AEW. We can kind of talk about how we fix these problems. Now, you have something to say? AEW, of course, stands for. Um, America Engaged and Weddings. Yes. Uh, I went to Forbidden Door, as we have mentioned, and it was, I think, 45 hours of wrestling. <laughs> something like yeah. that. Now, I went through the kickoff show again. I'm sorry, the buy-in. Apologies. It is called the buy-in. It is, takes place one hour before. Um, and this also serves as the same thing the kickoff show originally used to, I guess, which is, hey, here's wrestling. Isn't this great? Buy a pay-per-view on a terrible, terrible, hot garbage app owned by Warner Media. No, not HBO Max. Damn. I hate BR Live I so much. I understand. It's part of the reason I'm not like 
very, very excited to have us cover AEW all the time. I understand. It's why we pass on it a lot of the time because BR Live is so bad. They, oh God, don't get me. Uh, they they own, okay. <laughs> Warner Media owns HBO Max. That's or what, true. What's, what's it going to be called? Warner Media Discovery or something yep, when they rebrand it? Called. Yeah. Hopefully at that point, they've come to their senses. Let me watch old AEW matches. <laughs> like, that would be great. Let me, okay. okay. So off topic. I apologize. Uh, so for the buy-in for Forbidden Door, we had four matches on the card. Uh, only one singles match. Everything else was a tag team match. Run through so, them, Matt, because honestly, right now, if you ask me, I couldn't name a single one. Uh, I was feel like f- none of them were promoted at the time. No, they weren't. Uh, it was uh, the factory, which is QT Marshall and some other guy. And I was cheering Aaron so Sol- hard. Oh, Q-Tar. Nick Camarado, I think. It was Aaron oh, Solo or Nick Camarado. Nick Camarado was against our uh, was against Murder Hawk after <laughs> oh, that. So it must have been Aaron Solo. It was yeah, uh, and that was versus uh, Yoshi forgot his last name and uh, Hiroki Goto. Okay. Gato. And th- again, fun match. That's a very, a lot of- that is a very fun like AEW dark match. I'd like to watch. Exactly. Uh, and then next up was Lance Archer versus Camarado, which is uh, a main event dark match or a opening dynamite match i would really like to watch this seems that seems like a real f you to lance archer who is a big star who was a big star in new japan yeah he's the murder hawk monster matt he it's so weird like watching that match i'm like why is this just an aew versus aew match I'm like oh well that's right lance archer is like a big new japan name but not anymore but it, that's just kind of gotten buried in aew uh, then Keith Lee and uh, Swerve Strickland versus El Desperado and Yoshinobu, which was fine. Fine match. Uh-huh. Uh, and then it was the last match was a bunch of young lions versus um, <laughs> Max Caster, Billy Gunn, and then the ass boys. But the ass boys during the entrance ran to go find Dan Housen backstage because Dan Housen called them the ass boys and played the ass boys theme. Okay. So what you're never tell- resolved, by the way. So before the pay-per-view actually started, you were already four matches deep. Chris, I was tired by the time the pay-per-view started. Christ, that's too many. And the pay-per-view, <laughs> I don't have the list in front of me. I believe it was like 10 matches. Uh, would, you I like was holding- would you like me to look it up? Please look it up. I was holding P forever. And I feel so bad because I went to P during Thunder Rosa's match. But like that was I was waiting for like will osprey versus orange cassidy that, that was my match of the night that i was most excited for it's it's probably got it's 10 i think it's 10 matches 13 matches total so nine <laughs> matches on the main card yeah yeah but here's the thing about about the buy-in the, the buy-in when you're at the, like a wrestling event you're just watching matches so you're having fun as compared to like the kickoff show if you get there early it's just people hanging out for an extra hour. Like we, we were at WrestleMania and nothing happens down there. Like on the ring, you just kind of watch the kickoff show. If you have a TV screen in front of you. Yeah. And if you're like us, you're getting set up in the press room and uh, grabbing food and drink. So I guess from a live experience, like the way AEW, AEW does it is great. But if you're at home, Skirt, even if you're at the show, like you're just get so tired by the end of it. 
yeah, so it's just AEW offers a lot of great wrestling, but what they fail to do is offer that filler to kind of get us more invested in characters and storylines. Yeah. We get to see the same type of video packages that WWE plays. And those video packages are fine. You know, those are actually going to get people interested in the matches. But I want, we did, oh, there was an interview with Clark Connors, who was in the Mid-Atlantic match. So that was new. Okay, I don't know. Oh, he's the New Japan guy who took. Yeah, he was the the replacement. Yes. He was the guy I was super all in for. I was like, I don't know who this guy is because I'm so far off the wagon with New Japan at this point. Yeah. But there's just so so much uh, WWE and AEW are just kind of their their pre-shows are polar opposites of each and other. And neither of them are nailing it. Like the the, no. the the answer is in the middle between the two. The answer is give me two matches. Uh I would give, t- I'll say I'll, oh, Matt, I'll say this. I'll even take one like longer match, one like 13 14 minute good like match. Yeah. Give me like a good like 13 minute tag match between two talented teams or a couple of shorter matches, but don't blow me out before the show starts. Mm-hmm. I also would like uh, interviews with wrestlers that will be wrestling later in the evening. That how is there not more of that? Obviously, we got that. As you, you, you said, we got that with Clark Connors. I did not watch Forbidden Door. I'm not going to pay $50 to watch Forbidden Door. Uh, no. but I did, but like, that was, re- that was a really cool street profits moment in the kickoff show. Do more of that. That should be the majority of the show throw backstage. And I don't <laughs> mind the talking head commentators, but don't have them fill an hour with talking. Let them be, you know, bookends to other moments. Let them be the transition between an interview, between a match. Let them be the transition between uh, a video package. Also don't show all of the video packages WWE because you're just going to show them all later that evening. It's so like, it's a tough balancing act. I think to do this also real talk. I don't love Peter Rosenberg. He feels like he's odd man out a lot. Yeah. I liked Sam Roberts. What happened to him? I didn't like him either. Oh, I liked Sam. That's fine. I do like Booker T. Uh, Kyla, Kayla Braxton. <laughs> like, I'm not good with names. I can't even pronounce simple names, apparently. I don't like JBL at all. I, I find him not entertaining. I like him and Booker T just being old people together. But I see, I like Jerry Lawler is in that in that point, like in that spot. I appreciate that Jer- Jerry Lawler has seemingly mellowed a bit. Yes. That's, that's puppies. He's not like puppies all the time. I mean, I miss Renee Young and I will forever miss Renee Young or Renee Paquette. Absolutely. I agree. There's just, there's a lot of opportunity to make programming accessible to new people and uh, enjoyable to people that love wrestling. And I think that's what it is. It is a a lot of wasted opportunity and airtime. Yes. On both ends. Mm -hmm. Like four, four matches leading into your show full of matches is ridiculous a match ridiculous a pay-per-view full of matches where most of the audience doesn't isn't as familiar with the new japan stars as they should be and that's a, a lot of that is on aew for not 
giving us, I mean, you guys love video packages. Why not give us more video packages just about these Japanese wrestlers? That would be great. That would be great. Teach me. Teach me what's going on. You, I think that what they need to remember, WWE needs to remember this too. You need to reach new audiences. Uh, these kickoff shows, buy-ins, are the perfect way to reach a new audience, but you have to play to the lowest common denominator. You have to play to people that have no idea what wrestling is. And four matches isn't going to help that. Four no. people talking for an hour is definitely not going to ha- no. help that at all. Drink so water. anyway, all that to say, your kickoff show is better. Remember the good old days, Matt? Sunday Night Heat was the kickoff show for a pay-per-view, a live edition yeah. of Sunday Night Heat. And it was interviews and matches. It was great. It was it was a third option for wrestle. I mean, a third like nightly show. But Sunday Night Heat always existed, though, didn't Sunday it? Sunday Night Heat always existed. But on pay-per-view Sunday, it, it was went live from the arena. Like it would always end with a like uh, a cliffhanger moment of like two people fighting. You gotta, gotta buy the pay per view now. <laughs> yep, yeah, and that's like that was awesome. Why don't they do that more often? Cut to backstage with two guys going nuts on each other, and that's the opening match. That'd be great. Well, because also like the thing I loved about Sunday Night Heat pay per view, Sunday Night Heat specifically, was that it emphasized everything that was going on in the pay per view, but not. Like in it was just good. We got some video packages. That's fine. We got interviews. That's great. We got a variety of different types of interviews. We would have like in-ring promos. We'd have backstage interviews. We'd have a match. It was just good. It's variety. That's the yep. thing. I think that's the thing that's missing. Variety. AEW is all in on just a bunch of matches. WB is all in on talking heads. Mix things up, man. Mm-hmm. Spice it up. Also, put it back on MTV. God, I don't even know what's on MTV anymore. Ridiculousness? Ridiculousness, 24 hours a day. Okay. I know, my mom watches. Also, just just give me... AEW, just get on a streaming service. None of this $50 per pay-per-view crap anymore. Yeah, boy. Although I did pay 100 to go see Forbidden Door. So, God, the seats were good, though. I didn't pay anything, and I didn't see it. You missed a like it was a great show. Um, yeah, I'm sure it's fine. But Matt, you remember I went to Revolution and I was exhausted, and I didn't even make it in time for the pre-show. I remember because I covered Revolution and I was exhausted. Yeah, during Forbidden Door, uh, before Moxley had come out, I was just like drained. You the whole the whole Chicago crowd was done after yeah. Osprey and like Orange Cassidy. Which stinks because like Okada was up after that and yeah, and he's Okada. Although when Adam Cole entered, I think I think it got a lot of like the energy back in the crowd. Boom! We we all got to yell boom and Adam Cole bay 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 bay, and then sadly watch him get hurt. He got hurt. Yeah. Oh, he got he got he got concussed. Yeah. Poor guy. We love you, Adam. We do. Was, I, I got it. That reminds me. I have to email somebody about him. Yeah, we got to get him back oh on the God. show because Matt, hot, hot Adam Cole update. Little Nemo has been fully funded on Kickstarter. It's happening, baby. I know they took my monies. They took my monies. I'm going to get a game for the switch and I'm going to play it. Me too. I have my switch. I, if you listen to the last Adam Cole episode, uh, he recommended 
Elden Ring. I got Elden Ring and it's it's not for me. I think it's a beautiful game that's not for yeah, me. Yeah, same. I still want to play it though. It's I, I don't like it at all. But again, not a bad game. Great game. Not my thing. Yeah. Uh but he also recommended the Switch uh OLED, which my wife got me for my Father's Day. And I super love it. I didn't think I'd love it. Is it better than the Switch regular? It's bigger and brighter. And the battery's better. Can I still connect it to my television? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You certainly can, Chris. Do the controllers come disconnected from it? You can disconnect them. Oh, God. Well, I hate that. Disconnecting the controller? Yeah, because I have I have a Switch regular, Matt, and I, it, like, I, my, my, I'm on my second bout of wandering Joy-Con. Oh, yeah, it's... It's terrible. It's for all controllers forever. I do not get why. I've sent controllers in four times now. I've stopped doing that. We just buy the parts on Amazon because it's, it's an easy enough fix. But like, okay, it's frustrating to have to take apart your Nintendo so you can play it. Yeah. Baby. Anyway, I'll tell you what I want, Matt. I want the pocket what? analog, which is a little it's like a uh, it's a device that plays like all of the different Game Boys. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it has uh, adapters for, like, Game Gear, TurboGrafx-16, Jaguar, Lynx, etc. I want a Neo Geo system so bad. I think you should have one. Anyway, that's where we're going to end it. Uh, we'll be back next week with a uh, super fun wrestling talk. We got to think of something fun to talk about. I like to do something goofy next week. We have it. It's been there's been so many weird pay-per-views and a lot of, like, serious things happening in wrestling that need to be discussed so we've been kind of on track with that but i think uh next week we're gonna what's something we haven't talked about yet i don't know man. (laughs) we're 127 episodes in we talk about a lot of stuff matt let's just can we just talk about papa shango we haven't gone back to charles Wright. let's just do a papa shango i'd love to talk about versus ultimate warrior talk about sounds good to me i'm in all right can't wait to talk about Ultimate Warrior in a tracksuit. Oh, boy. I take it back. (laughs) All right, that's it for this week. Chris, any final words? (laughs) That was a fake cough. I just wanted my last words to be a cough because I'm sick. Uh, Final words? You know what, guys? I'm going to be honest with you. I may have gotten COVID. Worth it. That cruise was fun. We'll see you next week. It's not worth it. COVID's bad. Stay home. Thanks for listening to Russell Buddies. We hope you had at least almost as much fun as we did. Go ahead and rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. You can email us questions at WrestleBuddies at GameSpot.com or find us over on Twitter at WrestleBuddies. I am at Chris Hayner. He is at I'm Matt Elfring. See you next week. WrestleBuddies is a copywritten GameSpot website podcast. You do not have permission to use anything contained within the episode. You'll be sued by me, Dog Dad Lawyer. I've got a dog named Clarence. He's a beautiful pug.